Welcome to the Daz and Kenny Podcast Show, where nothing is off limits. Well, Kenny, the day has arrived and we're ready to go on the Daz and Kenny Podcast Show with Nigel from Bayswater. Nigel, my ass, Daz, it's Michael. What does is he want to Michael? change his name for? I've... If he's got any comments to make and he wants to change our opinion, he better stand up and, and stand by his name. Come on, I Michael. Just, Show us what I, you've got, I fella. I spelt it incorrectly. <laughs> well, okay. that sounds like you couldn't get your facts right on that either. We will get to Donald Trump shortly. We'll get onto him, don't you worry. The first item we're going to discuss today is Michael is a business owner, as a lot of Australians are these days. But one of the things we wanted to talk about is the GST was implemented some years ago with the view of ridding the old 22% sales tax um, putting a 10% across the board because that would get rid of the cash economy. Michael, welcome in. G'day, boys. And um, I can tell you that the cash economy only got bigger. Tell me why. Tell me why you think that. Well, any tradie can tell you, mate. You go and do a job at a house and they would say, okay, it's $1,000 to do that job and the homeowner will always say, what if I pay you cash? Okay, I'll do it for 700 isn't, isn't the money caught at the other end, though, by the wholesaler who has originally sold the goods? So hasn't the government already got their tax there? Well, that's only half the tax. That, you know, if you're, going to, if you're going to implement a tax system, collect the tax the whole way, not only half the way. You, you and I both know as business people, Mick, that it is a massive, massive um, impediment on our businesses for the amount of time going into collecting tax and and depending whether you're on cash or accrual in your business you might be paying the tax in advance before you've received it 100 percent, darren I, I i'm on accrual because of that reason so that i can pay it up front rather than when i get it and yeah it's just a, a burden and it, and one of the things that really really annoy me is that you know let's talk about um buying stuff off the internet for instance and the government say that they can't collect the gst because it's coming in from overseas and no one collects the gst well i'm sorry mr government every single business is your employer and you and you are getting them to forcing them to collect your money so if dhl or australia post or whoever has got a parcel for daz then daz come and pay your ten dollars gst and you can have your parcel it's not that hard yeah, it seems that um, there's still a big variance in our tax system and I, I read in the Australian last week that the thought process is that tax is going to go up over the next 12 to 18 months and GST is going to go up to 11 or 12%, which would actually bring us in line with, I think, New Zealand that has the, the higher GST rate. I guess the problem is you and I, or well, all of us know, it's actually quite easy to exploit the system if you really wanted to. Now, there's companies that set up uh, online shops now um, out of overseas because they don't have to pay for the um, the GST back at this end. The Australian government's not going to go and chase all of these overseas sites, Michael, um, for, for their GST. It, it, it would just be... There's got to be a better way to do it. I don't think it solved the problem. It, it's not... It's not only overseas, Darren. Take a trip to Byron Bay. How popular is Byron Bay for tourism? And try to pay card in any of the shops, any of the restaurants, even the pubs will not take a card. It's right, all same cash. In Box Hill. <laughs> it's all cash. Mm. So, you know, for the, for the GST supposedly tying up the cash economy, it, it hasn't. And as I said, go to any Chinese restaurant. You, they will you, not take card. You mentioned um, you mentioned Box Hill, um, uh, Ken. I was over in Box Hill at a computer swap meet a couple of weeks ago, and no, I'm not an IT nerd. I was trying to buy some equipment for the uh, for the podcast studio here, and uh, I went to the computer swap meet. There, there is no FPOS at the computer swap meet, and, and even more so, there's not an even a, an ATM there. They make you walk 500 meters up to the main street there to hit an ATM. The, the cash economy is booming, make no mistake, uh, and I think we have a consensus here that is, what will it take to stop it, though? What's the answer, Michael? Honest, I don't know the answer to that, Darren. As I said, the, maybe get, head back to the old sales tax system where it, they're collecting it all off the business and then that money just gets put on to the retail value of, from the purchase and that way you are guaranteeing you're getting 100% of the money because at the moment they're, they're probably lucky if they're collecting 70% of what's out there. Yeah. 
and and all that money can head back into giving tax cuts to you know the the poorer people um infrastructure and whatever that they're always complaining they've got enough money for well there's a lot of money that you're not getting then they're not going to fix it they're never going to fix it all they will do is implement a higher tax as this government always does to try and fill that shortfall that's coming up with the current gst system well i mean it's probably too hard for them in their mindset or maybe not too hard but the, the amount of money they'd have to put into trying to capture it is just excessive so they say rather than trying to catch the cheats the cheats are the cheats and we'll catch them when we catch them if we ever catch them which they won't and what we'll do is we'll just lift the gst rate by a couple of percent to make up for the money we're missing out on so the poor keep paying that's right big business and just is loving life i I personally would rather see uh, a higher price on items now me as a as a small business um it GST, despite what everyone says, it kills me when it comes to the quarter and you've got to come up with X amount of, of dollars and, and so forth. And they say, it's all right, you've collected it. It's not your money anyway. It's the government's. Well, last time I checked, the government, one, don't give me any discounts. And two, when did when did I have to employ an accounts receivable girl to collect their money for them? Because that's pretty much what I'm doing. It's added an extra person to our business having to do all the book work on that. I, I could tell you that. There's 50% of small businesses are on payment plans with the government at the present time because they cannot meet their GST duties. And so, you know, you do a, a payment plan with the government. And so you know, there's probably $50 billion tied up at the moment that they can't get their hands on because small business hasn't got it. Mm. So change the system. So I know, um, I know quite a few businesses that have got into um, tax troubles and... The way the ATO system works is you'll enter into a payment plan and, and they're more than happy to give you one. You wouldn't want to miss a payment because they come down on you like a ton of bricks. So, and there's a lot, I know a lot of good business people out there who, who have the right intentions. However, Michael, uh, what I also know is there's a hell of a lot of people setting up businesses for a two year period and getting away for the tax for two years at about eight months you know, or, or three quarters even, they say, oh, we need to go into a tax plan. They've already collected a couple of hundred thousand dollars in tax. They've used that to grow their business with the view purely to shut that business down at two years' time and then start up under another name and you get away with paying tax. That is the biggest single problem in our current tax system that I see. Yeah, um, I know what you're talking about, and I, for one, am a sole trader and will always stay a sole trader, even though it does cost me money, because if I owe somebody some money, they're going to get it. And, yeah, it annoys me that that people do set up short-term, particularly, I'm going to be controversial here, but Asians, uh, because they, once again, only need to set up a business for two years to get permanent residency. So, you know, they can collect all the GST and they don't give a crap whether they make money or they don't make money because the, the goal at the end of the two-year period is to get residency into our country. So, And then they've exploited it. They can shut that business down. They can open up uh, or anyone, not just Asians, but Asians are probably pretty good at it. And you, you can see they're very smart, though. I, I'm not saying it's a negative against it. They have worked out how to exploit an exploitable system. Now, go to the other hand, I know a lot of Lebanese in the crushing screening recycling industry and if you have a look at the the yards that are being opened for processing recycling the 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 lebanese would make up a a huge component of this michael these yards are only ever seen to be open for two years or a majority of them there's one up here in thomastown opened up filled it up closed it down see you later there's one at geelong that's now got probably about four hundred thousand tons sitting at the yard and the gates have just been locked. But he's collected his $30, $40 million, Michael. He's got it. He's, he's got a yacht, this guy. He's sailing in the sunset. And you want the best bit? He's an ex-government employee. So he's well aware of the rort. He knows well, how it rolls. Well aware of it. Actually ripped me off to the tune of $80,000, this guy. Hence why I hate him. But there's guys out want there. Want to name him, Daz? Uh, no, I can't because of legal reasons at the moment. But... Uh, but, you know, it wouldn't be hard to work out who... What a name has... is Yacht. What's that? What a name is Yacht. I don't know the name of his yacht, because if I found it, I'd sink the f- bloody thing. thing. Yeah. You got me as close to a swear word <laughs> as you were going to get me I'd, I'd just like to say something here. It's nice of Kenny to finally join the conversation. <laughs> well, well, I tell you what, that is a well, great way Well, I have a quick to... question then. Michael, 
do you play fair when it comes to tax? Do you pay all your GST? Do you pay every significant uh, cent according to what the tax man tells you to do? I'm only asking because you know, maybe in the next segment you might want to try and stitch me and take the moral high ground. I just want to know exactly where you stand <laughs> when it comes to ethics. Yes, my business does pay every cent it's meant to pay. Which business my, would that be? Well, my business. The real one I, or well, the side I, one? I only have one business and then I have a hobby. So my hobby, yes, is... Uh, deals very well in the cash economy, I have to say. Well but that's a hobby. So there's a difference between flying a model aeroplane and flying a real plane. <laughs> uh, just before the ATO rings and asks us for Michael's details... Michael Nigel? Uh, get stuffed. That's what I'll be telling you <laughs> on the phone because uh, I, I have paid millions in tax I don't, over I don't know who I am. Uh, is it Michael, Nigel, Jeff? I'm not sure. I might change my name to Kenny. Kenny. <laughs> It'll you might even treat. be able to get your own podcast show yeah, there. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> Right, hey guys, I think that wraps can, up. Can the... I just change one, one thing that we haven't mentioned, and that is the slab of beer economy. Now, you can right. get anything you want done for a slab of beer, well, whether I... it be a pissy little job to a major something. The slab of beer economy is as big as the money cash economy. Well, I might put that to the test if you keep winking at me like that, Michael. I'm going to ask for a slab's worth of ham relief under the table. Oh, <laughs> All right, and on that note, we're going to wrap that little section up. We will be back for the debate of the week. The Donald Trump, Michael from Bayswater, Nigel Jeffrey, or whatever his name is, who doesn't run a cash business, he is coming with facts, he tells us, about where Donald Trump is going wrong. And I cannot wait for this. They have talked about the rumble in the jumble with uh, Mundine and Green are Lee and Foreman have nothing on what is about to happen here. We will be back in just one moment. I think this might be the tumble in the jungle. Welcome back to the Daz and Kenny podcast show with our special guest who we really don't know his name, but we are, for the sake of it, going to refer to him as Michael, which is apparently his dodgy name. So, Michael, you wanted to come in and speak to us about Donald Trump. I don't think you're in total agreement with us that Ken and I think he's doing a great job. Uh, yeah, boys, I tend to disagree with you somewhat on, on some of it. I mean, personally, I, the guy's doing some good things, but, man, he's stuffing a lot of stuff up and he's so full of rubbish and, you, you know, the guy's a salesman, mate, and the, the typical thing a salesman does is talk crap. And instead of selling a product, oh, hang on, he is selling a product. He's selling Donald Trump. He's not selling an economy. He's not selling America. The man is selling himself. And all the crap he spins to get people to believe in him is just ridiculous. Okay, well, that, 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 that sounds like... I mean, Oh, sorry. No, 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 there's an American philosopher, Harry Frankfurt, and this is a quote that he said, to lie one has to know what the truth is and, and to know that they're really presenting what they're really presenting is not true. Talk and bullshit, on the other hand, requires no knowledge of the truth at all, just indifference, and that sums Donald Trump up perfectly. Well, you, well, you talk about he's a salesman. Would you rather have a president that is out there being a salesman, selling a belief that I think the American people need or would you rather he come out and do what Malcolm Turnbull is doing, which is just hiding for four years and collecting money because he ain't doing jack shit either, Mick. No, no, I, I want a politician that, that's there for the country. And as I said, Donald Trump is selling himself to the... or trying to convince the American people that he is the person, not the economy, not the country, not anything else, but... Believe in me rather than believe in... Is that not what a leader in. does, Mick? I, I disagree with that. I think not he's the most patriotic president that they've seen in a very long time. So your opinion of him not caring at all about his country and, and, and where they're headed, I think, is... This, this is a patriotic president that you're saying that dodged the draft for the Vietnam War five times? Four on the grounds of that he was studying, and when he finally finished his studying and his number came up, he used the, the, uh, that he had a bone spur on his foot 
to get out of the draft, yet while he had a bone spur on his foot, he still continued playing tennis and basketball and whatever else he was playing, and nowhere has the man ever sought sought any form of medical treatment for his bone spur, which he now says just disappeared. Well, I, I ask you, do you think maybe the fact that the wars that, or the, what, you're talking Vietnam in particular? Yes, I am. And Korea, maybe, that... Um, Maybe he actually saw what a sort of lie the war was all about and had no interest in going there like a mushroom and being forced to, to kill people who actually done nothing to him at all. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not mocking the, um, the veterans at all, absolutely, man. They played their role and kudos to them, well done. But to be forced, yeah, look, you could say the same as Muhammad Ali, telling him to get stuffed. He didn't want to go. He didn't want to go and kill people that had nothing, no issue with him. So why is it so... Do you, do you agree with conscription? No, I don't. I well, don't, I don't well, believe in war. What's the issue then? I if you are going to be forced Well, as I said, you're, you're, you're tell, telling me you called him the most patriotic president, in and he's not opinion, the most yeah, patriotic times, president absolutely. because, as I said, when his t- time came to be patriotic, he ran, mate. No, but that, well, but that's, having that's said that, so, so, did, so did George W. Bush and so did Bill Clinton, so he's not the first president to Muhammad Ali, referred to as one of the greatest Americans of all time, refused to go to war, went to jail for what he believed in. Yes, and you just hit the nail on the head, Darren. He went to jail for what he believed in. He didn't try to dodge it based on, oh, I'm studying real estate, by the way, not studying economics or anything like that, studying how to sell a freaking house. And then when you come out, he's got a bone spur. At least Muhammad Ali stood by his convictions and went to prison for it. I'm assuming you've seen these medical facts. This isn't just CNN bullshit. Oh, Daz, I've done a fair bit of research. Have you got it with you? Do you know, I've just come back from a trip from overseas, from Japan. Did you pay cash for that? Uh, Just asking. No, yeah. For a friend. And the one thing that really I loved the most, because as I said, I, have a, I, don't, I don't like Donald Trump, and the only English channel I could get was CNN. And man, did I look forward to waking up in the morning and getting home in the, in the evening from our visit just to watch CNN to see what Donald Trump had stuffed oh, up well, that day. If you're getting your factual opinions on what CNN's got to say, Michael, I think you've got some serious issues. It answers a few right. questions. Yeah, it does. CNN so I can't wait to see what these facts right, let's, let's, so let's go with some of Donald Trump's whoppers, okay? Let's, and you, let's, do, and, let's get to and, the facts. And facts, okay? So okay. let's start off with, okay, Mr. Donald Trump's been elected the president, and they're going to have an inauguration, as they always do. Now, this is the first whopper that the man ever put on the American public, and they should have known from the word go what they were in for, when he stated that $1.5 million People were at his inauguration. Even the White House has estimated there was only 720,000 people there, and he still states that it's $1.5 million, and it's the biggest crowd ever. Well, the fact is that even for Obama's inauguration, the official estimate was $1.8 million. Now, that's $300,000 more than Donald Trump's biggest ever inauguration. Can you, that can was you, from the can word you go. Can tell us exactly where, where that source of information has come from? That source of information is coming from the internet. And, and but where in particular? Sorry? Well, from news news sources and from where? from factual sources. But what, what do you consider factual sources? Well, are you um, going to are you going to tell me CNN again? No, 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 not CNN at all. There's plenty out there that will plenty of sites out there, top quality, truthful sites, not fake news like Mr. Donald Trump but, likes but, to but likes what's to, to say. Play, what's but, to say that that is the case? What's to say that they are factual? I mean, well, if CNN, the White, the White CNN House, is trying to appear like they are full of facts. The White House really even came out and shit. said there was only 720,000 people there. Did they? The who, White House. Who, who said that? The White House doesn't the speak. White House somebody sp- speaks for them. The speaker at the time. Or who was that? Who's not, I, don't, I don't know the guy's name, but he only lasted about three or four months. But even he said there was only 720,000 people there. Hey, but Michael, Donald Trump I, kept I on on 1.5 million. I hope this is the worst thing Donald's done. Yeah. First. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no I've got a button here. No, no, we're going on to I've got a button here. Let me introduce you to it, Mick. <laughs> I hope your facts are getting better than let's, how let's, many people okay, were let's go with his, his, Let's go with these. Well, that's from, I'm just starting point, painting the picture. Okay. Of well, I'm, I'm going to call that, from, from call that a lost year. Okay? So let's go with the biggest tax cuts ever. Okay, right. so, so the, here's, the, here's his biggest tax cuts. So in any his um, two points that he made, with the, this was the highest tax, we are the highest tax nation in the world and this reform plan will provide the biggest tax cut in US history, okay? Here's the facts. And this is, once again, from government sources, not can, from... Can you tell me the not, site so I can look myself? Uh, I haven't got that written down. Oh, Kenny, but I'll now. give it come to on. you. I'll give it to you after I get it. Sounds like a plan. Let him go. Take the benefit of the doubt. According to... 
once again, the government's Treasury Department. His reform was ranked number eight in the, in the total of uh, tax spending cuts that have ever been done in US history. Eight, not, not the number one, okay? It's and, only been and this a year. Is, sorry? It's only been a year. Yeah, but you can't come out and brag that you're putting out the biggest tax cuts in history when even your own but government says it's the eight. He didn't, yeah, commit right. to, he, didn't commit, he didn't commit to completing it in the first year. Yeah, but it's nothing to do with completing. It's got to do with the, the whole package. And yes, the package is costed for the next three or four years. Yes. So a government source, the government sources would go through those those the four years and say, well, hang on, no, we're... Hey, this Kenny, he's gone up okay. one octave. He's gone yeah, up one yeah, octave. Yeah, it must be getting yeah. early and he's getting passionate. I like it. But, uh, yeah, we're going we're to get That sounds more yeah. like hearsay than facts. Um, um, we continue. Um, well, you boys need to start studying, okay? And, and the <laughs> fact that America was the highest tax nation in the world, they actually ranked number 34 of tax nations in the world. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they're not the highest, okay? And then he, he, he repeatedly reported that this, the, the um, tax cuts were going to cost billionaires and that he was not going to benefit at all from these tax cuts. Well, once again, fact, independent government sources have worked out that he will personally benefit $20 million from the tax cuts. Smart man, I say. $20 million. So Can I say how you, how you get independent and government in the same same sentence? Well, because governments independent have, government well, they, they, they have independent, and Australian government have independent people that work for them, okay, that form policy, form whatever that they need, you know, even, even the, the Turnbull government has spent around about $50 million, million or billion, one of the two, this year, or, or, since they've been in power, on independent people designing you know, tax reforms, designing whatever. So, you know, they're well, independent. Geez, they're seems getting like paid. a complete waste of money, doesn't it, considering well, exactly. the, the couldn't shit couldn't situation we got in? If you're going to be a politician and put your hand up, have your own freaking ideas. Why do yeah, you need other people to have them for you? I reckon that's what he's doing. But let, yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Nothing's changing my view yet, but I'm sure you've got some powerful <laughs> stuff to go. So here we go. Some Im immigrants, you know, and once again in his first speech, you know, oh, the Mexicans, you know, they're drug, they're, they're going to bring in drugs and they're murderers and all this sort of stuff. And, and, and he used the term open borders as part of his exaggeration, okay? We've got to stop the open borders. So once again, here's the facts. And successive previous governments have doubled the presence of border officers in the past decade and have seen border arrests shut Sharply drop. Mm -hmm. So the fact is, only half the people are now coming. Well, in, uh, well getting into let me correct you right there. Isn't that when good? You, no, no, yeah. no. Hang on a second. It is. Yeah, when you good. say the arrests are down, well, that signifies to me that they're actually maybe not doing their job and they're l letting a whole shitload of people through without any sort of yeah, arresting them or, well, or pulling again, them up before they come over. Once again, if you, if you study what they do these days, it's a bit like. <laughs> the, 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 I made a comment on your page the other day about the convicts and why they were sending convicts to Australia and that was because it was costing too much to kill them so let's put them on a ship. What they do now when they catch Mexicans is they don't arrest them, they take them back to the border and push them back over the border well, because like, they don't want to clog California up their prisons. Isn't openly accept, accepting them? I mean, there's a, <laughs> that in itself I think is a willingness well, I think to, they were to, jumping the fence. So Michael's statistics not too far wrong here. I've got some uh, facts on this one but apprehensions from the border are down 48%. Yes. So, yeah, so, so that's that's great. But that's successive governments there, and that's not Donald Trump. No, I don't think you can't we're, go 48. No, what we're saying that's been, is, been we're, happening we're for years. Trump's numbers here. So these are statistics in his first year of presidents that 48% less Mexicans are coming into the United States of America, which he committed to reduce because that was taking Can money. Can you tell us the source yeah, where, where, this does, where this source yeah, Where did that yeah. come from? Factcheck.org. And Factcheck uh, is the home of where a lot of the major media outlets go through, and it means it's been verified. So that's factcheck.org. I know all well, about factcheck.org. That's, that's where I might have got half of my shit facts from. What's that? I say I know all about facts. I might have been where I got half of my facts from. That's good, so, because yeah. I can certainly check on those. So, so far, we're, we're three rounds in, and I think you've taken a few blows to and the so It also, also claims that you know, the immigrants were, were going to be doing crime. And once again, from fact check, Daz, yes. that studies over the last several years have found that immigrants are far less likely to commit crime than an American citizen. Right. What does so, that mean? Well, Donald Trump's saying that all, all... Mexicans that come across the border are drug runners and murderers. Can you, can you verify and, and, that you and, said and all? And think about it, think about it logically, okay? Why is it a, a 
decent Mexican who's going to jump the border because they do. Why is he going to try and get into crime when he gets in there? Because he knows that if he gets caught, the first thing they're going to do is, yep, chuck him in jail for a couple of years, but then they're going to take him back to the border. Well, there's a, there's so a they, warm they're, bed they're, and three feet hide, today. They're going, to hide in, they're going to hide in public and, and be model citizens. They're not going to be murderers and drug runners and all that well, sort of stuff. Well, if they're such model citizens, and, why aren't they going about it the right way? Hmm. Why aren't they... The, yeah, mind they look I think because it's a, a horrible place to live. Typically, it's a very well, Mexico poverty is, place. But, but I, I think what Kenny's that. trying to go think, say is why aren't they going the right way about coming into America? And the problem is, America only allows a certain amount of people in for a reason. And and if you're not one of those people, and Kenny, I'm not trying to be a smartass, but we are the lucky country, okay? And we don't know what goes on in a poor Mexican's head, trying to build a family, get money for his family and what he's going to do for his family when all that happens in Mexico is crime and, you know, people get gangs and all this sort of shit and you want to get your kid out of that. Mate, you're going to do anything you can, Kenny. Yeah, like, look, I can understand the humanitarian to. aspect of it all, but still, when, when somebody's trying to put the reins in on their country and takes the measures that he feels that he needs to take, why he's criticised constantly, I mean, monkey see, monkey do, basically. Like, you get the, the Sudanese coming over here. What they have and live by over there... Is, is not changing when they come here. They don't see this lucky country and want to take new opportunities, it seems. They want to live the life that they've lived over there, bring it here, and without consequence, yeah, which seems we, to be the same issue that's going on with the Mexicans. Let's clarify the Sudanese, though. There's northern and there's southern Sudanese, okay? The southern Sudanese are good blokes. The northerns are assholes. But, and they're well, the ones cr- well, that's, creating that's, all the that's a bit of a blanket comment, yeah. though, isn't it? Like well, you just said about the Mexicans. No, no, it's not a blanket comment because it's proven. And I've, oh, you and can't yet know. If <laughs> okay. I can just chime in for one second so we don't get off topic totally here, I don't think it's Donald Trump's problem if the Mexicans are struggling in Mexico. That's the Mexican president's role uh, to, to oversee or prime minister, whatever they have, I'm not sure. But they Donald's job or Donald's promise was to reduce the amount of Mexicans that come into America and work for cash only, taking jobs off Americans. Now, he's reduced that by 48%. I don't see how that's a non-accomplishment. Well, I'm not saying it's a non-accomplishment, Dennis. It goes back to me saying that he's a salesman, okay? And in his sales pitch to the dumbo American people, because let's face it, the American... The basic American person hasn't has got less brains than a giraffe, mate. They are dumb as duck shit. I've even been asked over in, in America, do we have grass in Australia? Like grass, seriously. But his you sales pitch. Grass today, Michael? By any chance? <laughs> no. no, just checking. Just checking. No. If I had, Kenny wouldn't be sitting there. I can tell you. <laughs> but but his sales pitch to the American people was that he's going to stop American uh, Mexicans coming in because they were all, not just some, but all rapists, murderers, and druggers. I haven't seen that comment, so. and I'd be amazed if he could get away with a comment like that. I'd love to see some facts on that well, comment. Did you, you bring wanna, them with you? You want to check, check facts.com, and you want to go back and check some of his speeches to become president of the United States before he was president, Daz. These were part of his sales pitch to get votes. Yeah, you've got to okay. be careful. Well, I think the around. one word that you're using there that, that maybe some people would take issue with is all. All Mexicans. I, I can't say that he did or didn't say it, but I'd say it's a big call if he hasn't been severely legally reprimanded for, for using that particular I would have word. thought you would have brought something in with you, Michael, to just show us that this is his statement, he's signed off on I'll, it, and then that would change my I mind. I will post on your Facebook page I look forward to it. Donald Trump's speech and where with he the says, source, please. all. Oh, Can't wait. And with the source that, that it would change oh, yeah. my opinion well, on it. It won't be the source because it's him talking. Okay, it's not well, going to be him talking, I believe it. It's yeah. not going to be, what was the comedian that kept dressing up as him? And, uh, Baldwin, yeah. one yeah, of the Yeah, it's not going to be Alec like Baldwin on there. It's going to be Donald Trump saying all. Right, Adam. Right, okay. You've got that point across. I'm going yeah. to say you. So you're we'll really expect to see that up on the Facebook page. So, uh, yeah, it'll be up there today, boys. I'm going to call that round a draw on the basis that you might bring a fact. So let's just say that it's three rounds to Ken and. And, uh, Hang on, it's you and me having the discussion. Oh, no, Once again, host, Ken, st- oh, I can hear snoring in the corner, mate. I don't know why you put a pillow on the back of his head Probably with a, micro- with a microphone taped to his mouth Be- you know just so he can talk every now and again. Because we asked or invited anyone who wants to come in here with their opinion to make it a factual opinion. At the moment, I'm only hearing a lot of innuendo and, and hearsay about where your, your facts are coming from. I mean, you've actually shown us nothing significant. 
to prove what you, you've got to say. Well, so at the moment, it's just, just an opinion. Hang on a minute. It's not an opinion. Even your own monkey see, monkey do bloke next to me here is holding a page up in the air from facts.com where I get half of my well, fact you, from. So one, ma- one minute, you're, t- one your minute you're telling me, you know, facts.com checks all their facts and makes sure they're right before they put them up. And because I've gotten them off there, I'm wrong. But we're, well, you've you got a whole wrong. bunch of paperwork in front of you to hold up. The only thing we've agreed on is... The thing from uh, factcheck.org, which was on 48% less Mexicans are entering the country. I, I think that's a win for him. I don't know how you see that as a loss for I, him. I don't, that's what I'm saying, boys. You're twisting this around. I'm, I'm saying. You're starting that to feel Donald under pressure, Trump, Michael. You're no, I'm not, can, can you get him a water, maybe, <laughs> mate? Let's, let's go, boys. Where's the ding ding? Like, where's your bullshit, mate? You're, you're playing your little bullshit. I'm going to play that for you. <laughs> My whole point here is, as I said, Donald Trump is a salesman full of shit. And as Darren Dazza would know, and I might know because I might be a salesman too, we are all full of shit. And we do stretch the truth when we want to stretch the truth to You're get that customer. I don't think that. you're doing your next And that's exactly what Donald, <laughs> Donald Trump is doing. Well, I'm not trying to sell you something, are you kidding? Not me. I'm just, I've just the come listeners. here to see, you know, supposedly the most opinionated bloke on the, in, the, in Australia be on the other end of the microphone who's just, you know, all I'm hearing at the moment is blah, blah, blah. So... You know. <laughs> right. Well, well, again, mate, I'd love to see some facts. Have you got any? Have you brought any facts with you today, Michael? I've given you four facts so far, Daz, and you've, you've, you know, telling me I'm getting them from well, exactly the same source the you are. Because you're well, not giving us maybe, a copy Maybe of we is. should have, you know, coordinated what topics we were going to cover so that you could. Well, I did. You, I you asked you for the facts. Yeah, on because the phone I told you I was going to bring some missiles in, boys. You give me your sources. Yeah, so I'm bringing. So now, now let's go to, you know, once again, he, he said that he, he, if it wasn't for voter fraud, he would have been the most popular president ever voted in to the country. Right. Okay. So this was so by losing the popular vote in 2016, it didn't help my winning image. So you know now he's changed his narrative. Now, fact from fact.com that voter fraud in America is extremely rare, extremely rare. Really, I'd say it happens in every single election. Even his own lawyers, and once again. Not CNN, not a news source. This is Donald Trump's lawyers acknowledged that all available evidence that suggested from the 2016 general election was not tainted by fraud or mistake. Yet here's this man saying that had it not been for voter fraud, he would have been the most popular president ever voted into the United States. This is the same man that was criticised and ridiculed when he accused the Obama administration of wiretaps in his lead-up to the election, which is now founded to be fact. Where have you got delusional. that from? Because I haven't seen that oh, on you know, well, Channel 7 or Channel 2. Watch the sittings of the US Congress and you'll find out that the shit okay. is about to hit the fan and the Democrats right. are going to pay dearly. Let's, let's wait for that one to happen. Mick, let me ask you this. Yes, go. We did a program two weeks ago on Donald Trump. Yep. Ken was about two weeks ago, yeah? Yeah. Right. Ken and I put a bit of effort into that and we, we, we discussed a few things that he'd achieved. We spoke about uh, four or five items of great things that he'd done, and for me, I'd called it a pass. To date, you haven't told me anything of off. those facts that I presented that are wrong. Uh, actually, I did, and I put it up on your Facebook page, where Donald Trump has been credited with the employment going up 170,000 people per month. Mm-hmm. At the present time, yes, and and he says that that's the best that has ever happened. Yes, fact is, for President Obama's last twelve months, for each month, one hundred eighty-five thousand people were employed. Well, glad so you raised it, Michael. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, is absolutely because I have <laughs> that is a bonus. The American right. Bureau of Labor Statistics has now, uh, within twelve months, the average monthly incline in jobs or in, in jobs in general. Has Trump sitting at one hundred ninety thousand to Obama's one hundred eighty-six thousand? So well, it just of, shows you how dumb the bloke is that he doesn't know he's got twenty thousand more people a month a job. Well, it comes down to statistics. Let me give you another one that um, that CPI under Donald Trump is one point six percent. The best that Obama ever achieved was two point uh, one, and under George Bush, CPI was four point six percent. So we're looking at all the same facts. I'm still struggling to see where he's going wrong. You're talking about a figure. Let me tell you this. There's been 184,000 new 
brand new, never had before jobs in the country in a 10-year period back in manufacturing. So back to building America. I do recall seeing Donald Trump at his inauguration speech saying, I want to build America back to be for Americans. So that being said, he's created 184,000 new manufacturing jobs that were offshore now being built back in America. Let me finish. I've got one more. And the average wages across the board in the USA with him back in power is up 1.1%, something Obama never got a positive figure for in his terms. Well, let's talk about facts for a minute. That's a fact. Yeah, pretty much all. Oh, look, I don't have a problem with the fact, but here's a fact. Nigel from Bayswater never said that Donald Trump wasn't doing a good job. Oh, Nigel from Bayswater said on, Donald Trump is full of shit. shit. <laughs> yep, yep, Donald, Donald Trump is full of shit and a salesman that cares more about himself than his country or anything else. That's what the, that's the problem I have with the man. But, but when so the country is, is full of is shit, receiving the, the fruits of his labours, even if it, it does come down to his ego, so be it. Yeah, but is it his fruits of his labour? Because you're, once you're again, he's only been there for a year. Personally, rather ah, than looking and at that's the key right there, yeah. Kenny. So what's happening, to, yeah. and Kylie from Belimba, maybe she'll come on the show one day. Don't think she will. She's a bit scared of Kenny. But, uh, you know, you can, you can hate the man. I don't have a problem with that. You, you can absolutely hate the man. But you can't deny he's doing a great job on the factual numbers that are available. I can... Maybe Michael, let me put it to you this way. I, I, I know of your business, um, and, and it's a good business. You've been in business for a long time. You're a good businessman. Um, if you put in a person to come in and run your business today, and the goal was, we're in trouble. If you can give me four years, I'm going to turn your business into a profitable enterprise. We're going to employ more people. We're going to put more food on the table. We're going to have a better quality product going out. If he upset some people on the way, did he do his job? He's done his job, but there's also other parts. And once again, Darren, you're a businessman. And what's going to be on my tombstone when I die is I didn't, su- didn't suffer fools. And if I had a bloke like that employed with me, and irrelevant of whether he was building my business... But along the way, I found out that he was bullshitting his way through my business. He wouldn't be in my business. It's, it's, it's ironic you say that because it was only a few minutes ago where you said you're a salesman and you're full of shit and you tell lies to, to win the deal anyway. But No, I said we stretched the truth. Okay. Okay, a bit of wordplay there. But I, I, if, so in saying that, if this bloke is proving to be a success who's running your business, let his character speak for itself to the individual rather than... If your your business is successful, why would you write him off to say no? He's, he's no good for me. And the point is there. I don't care of his character. Donald was put in power because he was going to make America a better place. He's going to make mistakes. He's going to upset uh, maybe a majority or a minority. But when we assess him at the end of four years, and we're just assessing him at the end of his first term, aren't we assessing? Are you doing a good jo- job so far? Rhetorically, I ask myself that same question. I put in a general manager in my business and we become 15% more popular. The guys are earning more money. The customers are happy. I don't care, honestly, if he's a chauvinistic pig or not because I'm employing him to do a job in my business, not to be his friend. That, that's true, Darren, but once again, that's that's your opinion and my opinion. And I'll give you a, a small example. I worked for a com- company once and... they <laughs> that's they, they, fixed that that they <laughs> They employed a guy to do exactly what you're talking about, Darren, and every week we would get these telemarketing leads of this is who we had to go and see, and every week I'd come back to the... The following week I'd come back to the sales meeting saying, where did we get this shit from? Because half the people I went saw didn't know anything about it, blah, blah, blah. Yet, pseudo William Donald Trump kept saying, oh, this is the best telemarketing company. So Michael Johnson... We can beep it out. Nigel from Bayswater in his head said, <laughs> something isn't right here. So Nigel from Bayswater went and did a, biz, a, a uh, company search on said telemarketing company only to find out that pseudo-Inium Donald Trump owned the telemarketing company. Right. Okay. So is your so beef then, perhaps over an, a previous telemarketing issue with Donald? So it's a personal no, no, thing no, rather personal. than on his... So uh, when I pointed notes. out this to the management of the company, 
I was the one that actually got booted rather than pseudo in him, Donald Trump, because in their eyes, he was doing what you said, Darren, but, you know, so the problem has with, to the, be. The only problem with that statement is this, be. Mick. He, the telemarketing company wasn't delivering a satisfied client at the end. And I'm saying if Donald Trump is satisfying the client, growing the, and the client being the American person, if he's growing the American economy, if he's putting more bread and butter on the table for Americans, isn't he doing a good job then? Don't worry about whether he's a chauvinistic pig. Because it seems clear he probably is a little bit. Like, let's just assume that, because I've never met him, so I don't know. But assume he is, because that's what the left wing want you to believe when they report it that way. But let's assume he is. But if he's, we, didn't, we didn't employ him to be nice to women. We employed him to run the country. And, yep, we can talk about the facts and all this sort of stuff, but until any of us talk to the average American man, then none of us know what the average American man is thinking. Mm -hmm. However, I do have a relation that lives in Philadelphia, Mm -hmm. and Donald Trump got in because of Philadelphia, Mm -hmm. and all these Trump supporters that my brother told me about before the election all now wish they hadn't have voted for Donald Trump. Now, okay, that's not reported in any fact.com or any news or anything like that. It's so an because opinion. Are people, because are people opinion talking, are people talking to the average American to, yes, get their opinion and see what well, they think? I think, well, they, they, are, I think they are because you've still, th- you still got a 33% approval rating. Now, admittedly, Campbell's Obama at the same time had a 44% opinion rating so he's still he's he's still 33 percent of the country still believe him believe in him now you might say that's not enough but arguably only 38 percent voted him in arguably because of the way their system is yes so but our system is the same yeah and i know hillary got more votes but let's digress for one minute please don't tell me that you think hillary would have been a better president no no, no, I don't. No, I, 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 I think she's worthy that, of even running. I think no, I don't think she was, and I think the average American saw through that. And I think and Donald that, Trump wouldn't be president if they had have had a really good candidate who had some really good goals and and was more. You know, for me, Ken, it's an ego thing being the president. It's now American Idol. You know, for the presidency, seriously, it's a TV spectacular. Well, now what's the, the next runner is Oprah. They spend trillions seriously. on it. Now, she said she won't go for it. Her husband says the other day, or her partner, I'm not sure that it's her husband, actually a long time, partner has said, well, if the opportunity presents. Uh, didn't, didn't Donald Trump say he wouldn't do it? Didn't Hillary say she'd never mm. do it? Come on, guys. Like, this is all bullshit aside. We're all three pretty normal blokes. The whole system's a junk. I, I don't doubt that. All I'm saying is he's doing a good job for the man that's in the spot because the figures just stack up after one year. Is he making mistakes? Yes. He committed that uh, he would increase coal mining jobs by up to 5,000 in his first year. He's only put in 500, right? So we can say that he hasn't achieved that. The trade deficit has actually increased by 11.5%. So trade-wise, they're worse, they're worse off. You know, but at the same time, they've reduced refugee admissions by seventy percent. Um, corporate profits are up ten percent. No surprise there. He's a businessman, of course. He's going to look after businesses first, and why? Because that is what makes the economy strong. So, I, I'm, I'm, I'm still in my mindset thinking he's doing a good job. Is he a chauvinistic pig? Before Kylie from Belimba gets on the the text machine tonight and says, you know you're an arsehole and you're everything else and, you know, you really twisted it around on Paul Nigel or Michael or Jeffrey or Steve or whatever his name is. Um, I'm not twisting it around. I'm still only sticking to the facts that overall he's doing a good job. Is he making some mistakes? Yes. Is he a chauvinistic pig? Probably. I'm not talking if he's a chauvinistic pig. I'm talking about is he doing a good job for his first year in present when I'd argue it's up against him because there's more haters than likers. It'd be a tough job to do. Well, everything seems to be getting you know, getting blocked when it comes to getting legislation through. The mm. Democrats, even half the Republicans, are against everything. He's, he's so he speaks for. out. He speaks out about it quite regularly, and he says to people, "You know, this is me. If you don't like it, piss off." Uh, I tell you, a huge error he makes. He lives on Twitter. 
you know, like get the hell off Twitter. How someone hasn't advised him today? No, although to... I think they do, Daz. But at the same time, that's his that's his lifeline to the public. I mean, there's not getting bypassed through the bullshit of CNN and whatnot. Ken. At least what he's got to say, he's saying it directly, even though it might not be what people want to hear. Or there's so many disgruntled listeners out there or viewers to what he's got to say. Too bad. Harden up. The good news is Russian trades up by 41%. Are you pretty happy about that one, Michael? Can I give you a fact but that you did mention Twitter? I'll just Let's talk about Russia for all of 10 seconds and what happened in Russia. And, you know, Mr. Uh, President saying he's had nothing to do with it. Once again, fact, online sources, Facebook, Google and Twitter. Shit, they must be all fair. Three them, Facebook, Google all three and Twitter. Them, have found that there is definite evidence of Russia using their platforms to attempt to influence the election. So as you're right, you're right, Darren. The guy needs to get the frickin' hell off social media. Well, I think you're going to find, if you actually do look at the facts, Michael, in the coming months where the Democrats are going to be proven to have completely stuffed everything up. Everything they've accused him of is everything that they are now being found to have put in place themselves. You watch, watch the sittings of U.S. Congress and Trey Gowdy in particular, and you will start finding the real facts of what's happened. Can I just say something to all the people that are listening to, by the way? I can only see half of Kenny's head, and I reckon I can see mascara that he's left on overnight from being Kylie from wherever she is up in <laughs> Queensland. <laughs> I think we might um, have... You well, know, thank Christ, I can only see half your head there, mate. <laughs> it's a big That's head. A thing. What do they say about blokes with beers? Aren't they, aren't they hiding things? Oh, I've got They're hiding, hiding our good beards. looks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually hiding wrinkles in a triple chin. I'm not sure how that one's going to work out. Michael, what other facts have you got for us? Oh, we... I think we I think we've covered all our facts, buddy. Is that it? Those almost facts. Come on, Michael. Surely well, there's got to be you something. You guys there haven't that's, that's given worthy. me any. No, show we me, counted. Show me that my sources are correct. Mind, where I got my facts you, from. I got a couple you more asked. for you then. So, Just yeah, to, come on, chuck, chuck them at me. I'm pretty confident that yeah. um, we've won the battle here, um, and, and and I appreciate you taking time out of your day to prove it's right. It's very important. <laughs> um, unemployment is it? Something just rung in my ear. Near definitely. Uh, unemployment is at four point four percent the it's lowest 4.1 now the lowest since may 2007 that's 11 yeah, years mick he must be failing he's got to well, be failing no 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 if you you'd have a fact for that wouldn't you michael i well, think obama's was at 4.9 at its lowest i've got yeah but that, that the only fact is that their economy has been building steadily since the global financial crisis okay and so every successive president has claimed victory on and probably our politicians will be the same too and in every other country they will be the same too every country or the world is out of the global financial crisis so of course things have to get things are getting better so you won't and credit, so we're all claiming you, you'd refuse to all, credit him with with any of that you'd i'm not refusing to say that he inherited inherited well, yes, those numbers yes i will say that he okay, inherited well in that case, so he inherited a good american economy not a stuffed one and he's building on it but it was good when he got his hands on it. Okay. Okay, he'll probably make it better, but he didn't get a basket case that he's made brilliant. Okay. Yeah. Let's move on to the next one. Uh, house prices under Donald Trump are up 8.8%. There was a 62% slump in the median house price under Barack Obama. Once again, not trying to defend the man, but... That has come from the American banking system changing the way they do bank loans. Now, in the past, and if you've got a bank loan in America, unlike Australia, you've got a bank loan in America and you couldn't afford that house, you just handed the keys back to the bank and there was no consequence. Correct. Okay, they've changed that. And that's why... That, that's a result that's, of um, Bush, uh, Bush, yep. uh, Clinton, yep. and probably Obama. Maybe he's not as much to blame for it, but... but you know, it's easy to say that it's getting better. The world's getting better. The world's getting better at resolving things. So we are going to get increases. I would say if you didn't put the effort into the right areas, it could go backwards pretty quick. Now, I, I'm only going off the facts of what he's achieved in his 12 months in office. And I, he, Michael, he, let me ask you a question. And I want a yes or a no answer from you. Are you ready for it? Yes or no? Do you think, after 12 months assessing Donald Trump purely as a president, that he is doing a good job or a bad job? Say good 
or bad. I want you to only assess him as the President of the United States. Nothing else. Don't worry about what you've read on CNN or Twitter. After the facts that I've given you, and you've obviously researched them yourself, you've gone to similar numbers, is it he's doing a good job or a bad job? Don't elaborate. Just give me one word. Moderate. Had to throw it in there, didn't he? I had the fence set up. The fact that he's gone from uh, ranting on Facebook that uh, he can't wait to show us up and he's now giving him a moderate. Moderate on any school report is a pass, Ken. Absolutely. I think it's a win. I'm not sure that Ken ever got a school report. (laughs) (laughs) Ken, he has copped a hiding. Ken, um, one of the things I have to do in my closing comments here is I have to decide there's a winner. Unfortunately, the fight only went five rounds. And unanimously you have won four and a half of them now the half of half a round i've given to michael is because he did start sweating and, <laughs> and and looked a little teary at times and and he mentioned kylie from Belima and she loves being mentioned on this show so that got you half a round can I, Michael, can I just we've, urge we've cleared can, a corner for you can, can i go can, and assume can i just urge now? all the listeners to get onto facebook the Daz and Kenny show, and vote. Because I'm telling you, the only person that beat me in this whole argument was Dazza. Kenny from... <laughs> Kyle, Kenny, Kenny Kiley, whatever he wants to call himself. Kenny Kiley. Did, did, didn't really get involved a hell of a lot. So well, Basically know, because your points were full Michael of Michael versus Kenny Kiley. They really I were. give it to I mean, myself. All, all Michael versus Dazza. Yeah, Dazza, Dazza tore me to shreds. But, you know, I, I, the whole way here, I'm packing my decks at how Kenny's going to tear me to shreds according to Dazza. You know the, you know the funny I'll, part? I'll, Daz enlightened me that you were coming in here to try and attack me asking Daz what what things I hate what I don't like at all previously like last week and you come in here with the ambition of shutting me down so I might have built it up I, a little I, bit for the rumble I can, under, the jumble, I can understand your disgruntled attitude and trying to uh, look for the personal attack mate basically I thought your opinions were strictly that opinions based on non-factual bullshit but Everyone's entitled to their opinion. Michael, one of the good things about this show, and like any big title fight, there's always a rematch. So we're going to put the challenge to you. Um, Communicate with us over the next week. Find another topic you're passionate about, preferably one you know something about, because that will help. And not remote control planes, because I've got no idea and no aspirations of finding out about them. My one is, should blokes behind a microphone wear footy shorts? Absolutely I reckon yes. They should, hey? I do reckon absolutely. Comfort. Do it in comfort. <laughs> <laughs> Righto, guys. I tell you what. If you think Michael um, does and has raised some great points, and you want to elaborate on, you can email us the Daz and Kenny Podcast Show at gmail dot com. You can also attack us on Facebook, like Michael or Nigel or whatever his name is on Facebook did, and, and we love to be attacked because, Kenny, we are undefeated champions of the podcast at the moment. No one, Kylie comes and goes, disappears for a weekend. We make a loser kilo or two because she goes for a run. Michael's driven 50Ks to come and see us, and he's actually wiping his tears from his eyes right now. He's a, <laughs> he's a broken man, and the rematch is always on. We give you an endless invitation to to come to us. If you studied on this, mate, seriously, you wasted your time. You should have put it into your cash economy business. That will conclude the Daz and Kenny podcast show with special guest Michael, Nigel, Peter, Paul. I'm starting to think that he might even be a bit of a shealer at times. (laughs) We will catch you next week, boys. Thanks for coming in, Mick. Thanks, boys. Hey, mate. Thanks for listening to the Daz and Kenny podcast show, where nothing is off limits.